I'm Nigel Flynn and this is my story of how my life was turned upside down by a brain injury four years ago. I will tell you how I've been getting on with that and how it wasn't the best brain wave I ever had. Episode 12, Try a Little Tenderness. At least if all else failed, I could make myself some tea and toast. This must be a very essential skill for brain injury survivors because twice I underwent training from the occupational therapist in these culinary arts. Never anything else, just tea and toast. Who ever thought that man could not live by bread alone? You may have survived a stroke, but now you have to survive the rest of your life on a diet of only tea and toast. Sure, you'll be fine. If the occupational therapy was living in scope, the same cannot be said for the physio service. Post-stroke recovery is all about physio and learning to get those rogue parts of your body working properly again. Stroke victims tend to lose functionality to one side of their body, so physio is necessary to get your arm and leg working properly again. For most people, it's the left side. Sometimes it comes back, sometimes it doesn't, but the physiotherapist will have appropriate coping strategies to offer. Some people also lose their speech and control of their mouths, and that's where speech therapy comes into play. I was lucky and responded quickly to speech therapy. Unfortunately, you always believe that your speech is sufficiently clear for people to understand you, and people rarely have the balls to tell you that you sound like a babbling idiot and they haven't a clue what you're saying. People often tell me that my speech has gotten a lot better, and I then tell them that no one ever told me that it was bad in the first place. If you have concerns about your speech, I strongly suggest that you use the audio message record function on your phone to check just how incoherent you are and then practice singing. It really does help. For me, my biggest problem were my legs and arms. I just couldn't control them. In fact, my left hand had an unfortunate habit of rising up in the bed like an adder snake and slapping me in the face. How's that for a guilt complex? I worked hard at physio. Well, you have to, really. I learned how to stand and sit and throw frog-shaped beanbags into the bucket. <clears throat> the joy of successfully landing three of the wee bastards in a row of, into that bucket was difficult to explain. But the nurse seemed pleased with it, and so was I. Physio, for me, was two one-hour sessions per week in the building across the park. I was wheeled there and back, which is a bit like driving your car to the gym at the end of your street. We tried every piece of equipment in that building, and I always tried my best, but it was becoming increasingly clear that I had lost my balance. My surgery had been adjacent to my cerebellum, which is the brain's centre for balance, and the damage was unlikely to repair. I would just have to concentrate on controlling and strengthening my limbs. My life from now on was going to be a constant battle with gravity. But I had realised years ago that I preferred being horizontal to being vertical. So that wasn't going to be alright then. I still hadn't found my watch. But as often happens in life, you sometimes find a long lost treasure when you're searching for something else. I had been wondering about my return to Northern Ireland and how I could arrange my own flights. But I realised that I would need to have my passport to do this. I searched my bedside locker where I thought I'd put it and then I asked the senior nurse, Oh, your passport is in the safe along with your wallet and your watch. Can I have them please? No, you'll have to fill in this wee form and get it signed by a responsible adult. It took me a while to fully absorb the extent of that statement. 
and I, but I concluded that somewhere in that piece of brilliant authoritative bureaucracy, there was a fundamental breach of my human rights. I politely explained that despite what she thought, I was adequately responsible enough to have control of my own property, and also I was capable of reading and memorising her name badge for reference in the official complaint that I would be making during the next consultant's ward round. Needless to say, my wheelchair was parked as far as possible from my bed that night, and I was the last to be served at dinner time. This has been my own production on Anchor. All rights and permissions are reserved by Nigel Flynn Media. A written version of all 35 episodes is available in print via Amazon. I'd like to thank Mel McCart for letting me use his original music, Paddy McGill for helping me with the graphics, and Elaine Raub for giving me the original idea. You can find me on Twitter on at Nigel underscore Flynn.